Welcome to Matt Levitt Online, the podcast on all things top line. Matt has helped thousands of solopreneurs grow their businesses from concept to execution. Enjoy the episode. We're going to talk about intelligence. What is intelligence? Many times people confuse intelligence with intellect. Intellect is the faculty of reasoning and understanding objectively, especially with regard to abstract or academic matters. Intelligence, on the other hand, is the ability to learn or understand or to deal with situations. It's the skilled use of reason. Very big difference. Studying something over and over and over again is not really intelligence. That's intellect. So there's a big difference between intellect and intelligence. That's why a professor of business who's never built a business cannot be an expert and has really limited intelligence on how to truly build a business. He has great intellect, but very little intelligence. You know, the difference between succeeding and failing many times might be that simple difference between intellect and intelligence. Leaving the known and heading into the unknown, exploration, that's what creates intelligence and further intelligence. Spontaneity, being open, being alive, vulnerability. To be able to understand the future, to understand a conclusion, We have safety and security that we have a tendency to lean on wherever we go, wherever our presence is here and now and going into back into the known and not out into the unknown. It's why I say we We live and we operate in a three-dimensional world. I teach not from a two-dimensional level. It's not like life or even doing business is as simple as going from A to Z in a straight line. It's constant movement. It's consistent movement. Yeah, we might be going in the same general direction, but we got consistent movement going on. We have to be flexible. We have to be, be able to to pivot. We have to be able to to see that train that's coming down the track. The fact is, life is constantly moving. One cannot entirely prepare for it, yet that's the beauty of it. It's the art inside of it. It's the wonder, the surprises. That's what makes life and that's what makes business interesting. Completely destroying the concept around business on creating a canned answer. So therefore, I implore you to find your own answers based on your own experience, your own personality, your own social style, your own intelligence. We create our intelligence by going out, messing up, going astray, committing mistakes. 
so that we can arrive at our conclusion, at our destination, to reach our goals. It's why one vaccine doesn't work for every virus. The symptoms may be very much the same, yet the cure is most likely not. So if I teach you the cure for gaining company X's business and you use it on company Y and you fail, who are you going to blame? I can't arrive at somebody else's conclusion for my own answers, my own needs. The customer's unique situation, I can't depend on somebody else's conclusion. I can only depend on my own. Recently, I took a trip to Central America. We flew into a major city, drove six hours by van to a water taxi area, and then we rode on this boat for an hour and a half, beautiful, off into this secluded location, partially on a river, out into the North Pacific, and arrived at the coast of this spectacular place. From there, it was a 20-minute walk to our final destination. And you might say we were deep inside of of the jungle at that point. We were at least at the fringe of the jungle. To go deep into the jungle would be going truly into the unknown. Like Gilligan's Island. There might be nothing to think about because thinking is about thinking about the known. Heading into the unknown, there's nothing to think about regarding the unknown. Now think about that for a moment. You can think about what you think the unknown is like, yet isn't that just fractured thoughts of your own known? How? How can you think about the unknown when you don't know what the unknown is? There's no thinking about the unknown because we don't know what the unknown is. Yes, we can always think about new combinations when we think. We say they're new ideas when really they're just pieces of existing ideas or the known. That is not unknown knowledge. That is not creating knowledge from the unknown. Thinking is like a vicious circle, going through the known again and again and again and again. When I meditate even, I find it truly impossible to not be thinking about the known. Yeah, I come out with a new way to view maybe a same idea, a known idea. However, until I truly study the unknown, go somewhere I have never been before, will I actually capture a new known. The experience of the unknown now becomes an experience of the known after. And isn't that what leads us to our truth, our own truth, to the truth? Truly reality we see, we experience, we feel as truth. How else can we be led to our own inner truth? In the jungle, for sure, to me, It became clear one day we ventured deep into the heart of the jungle on a quest to meet and find the most gorgeous waterfalls and 
pure whirlpools of water nestled inside, deep inside, between ferns, rocks, plants, this eloquent, natural ecosystem. That was our goal for the journey ahead of us. And I'd only ever read about this, not to experience this unknown in a way that was, even as we were journeying in, incredibly magical. And for me, it seemed even more valuable over the rest of those that joined the 17 participants and the three guides. I had made an internal vow the night before to go silent for 24 hours. No speaking, no writing, and only observing my external world and my internal feelings and ideals. So here I'm one of 17 people on this quest, 20 total, including the guides. And shortly after we entered into this experience, I decided to remove my shoes. And that further enhanced the power of the unknown. Truly, every step I took the feeling of every one of those steps, every movement, caring for the, uh, the, the items that I chose to, to step on and those that I chose not to, that I chose to avoid. I cared about it. It was a true exercise in awareness. The feeling of the rocks, the mud, the leaves, the bark, taking great care as to what I walked on and over for not just my own care, but the care of that that I was stepping into. It was a delicate structure all around me, beneath me, around me. And for more than three hours, this three and a half mile trek that we were on, we came into this area and we could see this most spectacular sight, like something you might see in a movie. And this great splendor of what I could feel the mist coming off as cool water gushing over and around these rocks, dropping several feet to a pool of water that appeared to have no bottom. I was completely enamored by not only the beauty and deepness of the pools, but the swelling of the water and the pressure that the falls created around these rocks. Constant unknown. As I trekked further into the rocks, got into the pools, climbed up into the rocks, I could see more life. I could see more serenity. I could see a greater exploration into the unknown. And that gave me further exhilaration, a further experience. Not just from the outer experience, but my inner world was mushrooming in a way that made me feel so alive again. I could feel the presence and the power of nature, of earth, of water, of air. 
three important key elements here, valuable elements. Without one of them, there is no existence. And I saw truth. I felt truth. I experienced truth by embracing the unknown. By embracing the unknown, truth was embracing me. Symbiosis, symbiosis of life from each and every form that was represented in this delicate way that was perhaps the greatest love relationship in nature that I had experienced in my entire life. I didn't want to leave. I found myself alone in nature, alone with my body, alone with the planet, experiencing the most powerful feeling of my life. And I began to see this all evolving around truth, authentic relationship with the planet, the water sometimes swirling around me, sometimes rushing over me, sometimes pooling beneath me, holding me afloat. The earth sometimes was soft, sometimes was gritty, sometimes was jagged. I could feel it grounding me, holding me, causing me to want to explore more. And the air, so pure, so clean, felt like my lungs were experiencing a complete detox and renewal with each breath. The truth that without air, I would not exist in this form. And that truth gave me trust. Truth comes from our experiences and creates trust. Belief comes from believing something to be a certain way, many times at the input of others and not of our, our, our own experience. Truth comes from knowing something to be a certain way through our experience, through something that we encounter. In all my courses, I teach in a way that offers people knowledge from my own experience, my own intelligence, not from a step-by-step -step intellectual diagram, a, a, a series of chronological movements, a linear path copied from somebody else who has not even been in my shoes or walked in my path. Even my experience cannot give you what you need to have the intelligence to reach your goals, conduct your business, and become the success that you wish to to be or to have. At best, I can influence you to see where to go and how to get there. Without those three guides in the jungle and the many path directions that we could have taken, arriving at this unmarked, spectacular area of divine beauty would have taken days, if ever, to be able to have found. Yet the experience that I came away with was undoubtedly highly different from the others in the group. Yeah, it was, it was my experience. Everybody had their own experience. For me, it was my experience, and that is my truth. And it contributes to my own intelligence 
that I can share with others. Giving inspiration, knowledge, and perhaps the power of what this experience meant to me and my life and how it can be of value to you. Through my words, my actions, my passion. Knowledge with your own experience gives way to your intelligence. We need intellect to begin the path of our intelligence. We need experience to complete the path of our intelligence. And from that, we can contribute to and create by those parts and that experience, that intellect and intelligence that causes us to create a better known that can be communicated, that can be developed, that can be followed, that can create a new vaccine for a virus, that can show a new way to come to an idea, a concept, a conclusion of gaining a new customer. With intellect, we can create our intelligence. With experience and intellect combined, that is truly how our intelligence is going to grow and become our own truth, giving way to what we do, how we do it, the uniqueness that we have, and the ability to pull that off and make it work. It's not two-dimensional, but more three-dimensional. It's not a straight path. There are ups and downs. And experience allows us to understand when we need to pivot, when we need to watch the train coming down the track, that we need to remain flexible, and that company X is not the same as company Y. Customer A is not the same as customer B. Yet, with our intelligence, we can provide the destination that we need in order to accomplish and achieve our goals. Thanks for listening. Be sure to visit mattlevittonline.com to sign up for emails and connect on social media for regular how-tos, business commentary, and more. That's mattlevittonline.com.